All right, as you know, my name is JJ Jackson. Brant Daughtry and Brooks Childress are gorgeous individuals, and they uh, they join me Heck on the program yeah. each and every day. Uh, certainly appreciate those guys being here with me. What we want to do right now is go to our Auburn Bank phone line and bring on another gorgeous individual. He goes by the name of Zach Blackerby. He is the host of the Locked On Auburn podcast, and he joins us here on the program. Happy Thursday to you, Zach. How are things? Man, uh, things are good. Earlier today, I was listening to the Sports Call podcast, enjoying an ice-cold Coca-Cola, so uh, I think that was very fitting. And I enjoyed some Built Bars earlier today while uh, listening to the Locked on Auburn podcast. So uh, look at us, man. We're making big things happen. Uh, It's been a uh, not-so-quiet week around this Auburn football program, wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah. Are, are there still guys on the roster? Uh, looking at message boards and Auburn Twitter, it, it kind of make you ask the question, is Auburn has, you know, 11 guys they can try out on offense? So weird, weird development. And look, we all kind of saw this coming to some extent, right? With with the news of Zacchaeus Walker, that was kind of confirmed during Harson's bi-week presser, right? And then after that, it's like, oh, we all realized that, you know, A.J. Diamond wasn't, or A.D. Diamond wasn't on the roster anymore. It's like, okay, that's curious. And Landon King, obviously, probably the, the most notable name just because really the only time he was using the passing game, an incredible thing happened. And then they're like, cool, let's don't ever do that again. <laughs> and then same with Tavares Dawson, right? At the start of the season, there were kind of rumblings that, uh, I mean, he did start the season and, you know, be a starting, uh, starting kind of weapon in this offense. And then, you know, he hasn't played a snap since since the LSU game. And, of course, we don't know the full story, right? Like, maybe these guys, maybe it's attitude. I don't think it is. But, you know, maybe it's play in practice. I don't think it is. But um, weird, weird. Can't blame the kids. And so the, the rumor, and I guess the report, depending on where you look, AuburnDaily.com broke it earlier in the week. But, you know, these kids want to redshirt because they're not playing. And so, you know, they want to keep their eligibility alive and, um, based on everything that I'm hearing and uh, kind of some of the stuff that Lindsey Crosby broke earlier this week at AuburnDaily.com, um, it doesn't uh, it doesn't sound like Brian Harson wants the kids to come and request a red shirt. He says it's either you get out or uh, or, or you play. So we'll see uh, we'll see how that happens o- over the next few weeks. Yeah, a lot to unpack there. I, I want to start with something you mentioned there at the top when you look at what's going on uh, on Auburn Twitter to kind of get a breakdown of the news that's happening and that sort of thing. What do you hate the most about Auburn Twitter? <laughs> oh, man, I love Auburn Twitter. Oh, you I love Auburn up. Twitter. Okay. Oh, yeah, man. It, it takes up way too much of my time. <laughs> maybe that's what, that. Maybe that's what I hate. I could be doing way more productive things. But, no, I mean, I, I think uh, – <laughs> Obviously, I don't think you want to get your your news from Auburn Twitter. Sure, but but I think it's okay if you want to get your entertainment from Auburn Twitter, right? I mean, it's a way to get a pulse, the pulse of the fan base, or at least the vocal part of the fan base. I think it's an important part of what you guys do and what I do with the podcast. So, um, but yeah, no, definitely, um, definitely don't go into it thinking you're going to get anything out of it other than entertainment or, or I guess, anger. What? But, What's the um, yeah, uh, no, what's the Auburn biggest Twitter. difference between Auburn Twitter and the Auburn Discord uh, that you proudly have? I think my uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I think maybe my Discord is a little um, a little more tame, a little more um, pointed, uh, a little more uh, what we what do we call it? We call it booging. They boog a little bit harder, maybe a little bit more Auburn Homerism. Auburn Twitter is probably a little more toxic, but um, 
That's okay in small doses, I think. What do you think, Brant, as someone who takes in both? Oh, man. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, Auburn Twitter is kind of... You get you get more wild. I think tame is a good word for it. You definitely get more wild takes yeah. on Twitter than you do in that Discord. I think the Discord is largely like largely aligned, um, not one hundred percent, but I think the overall view is the same. I think on Twitter you you get a little bit of every side, and I don't think the uh, I don't think the Locked On Auburn Discord gets gets as much of that variety, which is not always a bad thing. Brent, you've been in that thing for a while, right? You, yeah, you I. And there was like probably like two hundred or so members early. Yeah, on. it's I, really grown into something I can't really control anymore. <laughs> I used to have control over it, and now it's just I think we're almost up to like one and a half thousand people in there, um, and so like I can't really control it as much anymore. It's been kind of wild to see what it's morphed into. Yeah, I think I was one of the. I think I joined. I think I joined it like the day after you made it or something like that, and I've been just kind yeah. of steadily watching it grow. You're a loyal member of the Blackerby gang. I I love I love Locked On Auburn, man. <laughs> it's good. thirty minutes to start my day. <laughs> I appreciate it, man. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, so this Auburn team, they've got Arkansas, and in a weird yep. way, Zach, it kind of feels like they have an opportunity to win this football game. Yeah, I, I, I've got uh, I've got Auburn covering, and I've got Auburn. Uh, I'm picking Auburn to win by three or four points. So I, I guess I should probably put some money on the money line too. But yeah, I, I think Auburn wins this game. I think. Some of it is banking on the fact that Arkansas is Arkansas. And look, you can't tell an Arkansas person that. They just won't get it. But Auburn has owned this series, even when Arkansas has had the better team. And sometimes it's been some questionable calls. You know, maybe sometimes it's been Arkansas, like back in 14 in the season opener, Arkansas coaches getting stuck in an elevator at halftime. Weird series, you know, the Bo Nicks backward spike controversy. I love all of it. But last year, guys, I mean, even last year, Auburn goes into Fayetteville. Arkansas is clearly the better team. And Auburn dominates probably their best game of the year last year for all 60 minutes. If you want to say Ole Miss, I'll give it to you. But I think just from, you know, all 60 minutes, first half, second half, I think Arkansas is probably um, the best team effort there. And it didn't look fluky at all. I think it's actually one of those games where you started to get some hope um, building up about what Brian Harsha was building. So I think... This year, coming into Jordan-Hare Stadium, I don't think K.J. Jefferson's a good passer, and I think their running game is very good. They run the football um, more than anybody in college football that's not a service academy, right? Like They love running the ball, and that's because K.J. Jefferson does what he does so well. And Auburn's defense has been kind of eh. Actually, we can say it's been kind of bad against the run. But I do think when they can focus on stopping the run, and disregard the threat of the past. And I think you just kind of leave, you know, DJ James, Nehemiah Pritchett, and these guys in the back end kind of on islands on the outside of the field. I think they're going to be able to key, uh, key in on the run a little bit more. So I like that. And on the other side of the ball, when Auburn has the football, Arkansas's defense is terrible. It is atrocious. They're good at pa- uh, rushing the passer, which I think every Auburn fan just kind of, you know, shuddered when I said that when they think about Robbie Ashford running for his life. But, you know, I, I think you just got to hope over the course of the bye week that they develop some things that fit Robbie Ashford's style of play a little bit more. And it gets Arkansas's defense. It's really, really bad. It's even worse than Ole Miss's defense that we saw Auburn have some success with um, before the bye week there. So I like the matchup, JJ. I really do. 
Zach, I want to and we go uh, a little bit of something you brought up there. Is you you saw some improvements in this offense scheme against Ole Miss? Maybe that was a little bit of offense improvement. Maybe it was a little bit of the Ole Miss defense that we saw be victimized a couple times this year. Do you think that uh, with the bye week that going into this they can continue this trend of getting the offense a little bit better going under this one? I think so, right? And and, and perhaps you look at the next few games. You've got. Obviously, Arkansas coming up in just a few days here. Their defense stinks. Mississippi State's defense has gotten kind of worse over the course of the season. I was kind of sticking my chest out a little bit and saying, hey, Mississippi State's a surprise team this year, not because of Mike Leach's air raid, but because their front seven's getting it done. They've kind of trailed off over the course of the year, so I think Auburn should be able to run the ball against them. We'll see. Texas A&M, we all at the start of the season, kind of like Auburn, their offense can't do anything, but their defense is good. Well, it seems like the dam has broke a little bit there, and there's a lot of frustration even more there than what's happening on the plains here. So I think Auburn should be able to move the ball on them. Western Kentucky, same. And then Alabama going into Tuscaloosa. I don't know how much of a shot you have in that. But absolutely, absolutely. Now, I do think you can make the argument that we are banking too much on what we saw Tank Bigsby do against Ole Miss. Maybe we're caring too much about that. Um, Maybe it was just kind of a one-off thing. But – I think there's a lot of reason to have some confidence and some success um, going forward. We'll see. The matchups are really good over the next four weeks. I believe the number is five. I want to say that Auburn right now as a team has five passing touchdowns on the season. They also have five games left in the season. Sticking with five over or under five more passing touchdowns from Auburn throughout the rest of the year. I don't even know what to say here, Zach. This is an impossible question for me to ask you. I would say under. I would say That's under. That's so sad, and, man. But I, I, I say that, though, and the reason I hesitated is because I do think, in the question we just talked about a second ago, I do think the Auburn offense will continue to get better over the course of the season. Will it ever be good? I don't know. But I do think it would be better than what it has been. Very low bar, but still, I think you're taking a step in the right direction. But I think they do it on the ground. And so, even with Robbie Ashford, I think we all want to see Robbie Ashford run the ball more. And then I think we all want to see Tank and Jarquez and even Damari Austin get more touches on the ground. And let's be honest, guys. Do you want Robbie throwing it from the 10-yard line? (laughs) I I don't. So, uh, yeah, so that's kind of what I'm saying. I I don't think the offense is going to get worse. I just don't think they're going to score through the air. Is there a way to make the passing game more effective and more productive? I mean, you don't want Robbie to throw the ball in in these situations, but looking at the future of this school and of this football program, if Ashford is the answer going into next year, would you not want – I mean, there, there needs to be a moment where you've got positive things to look back on. So how in the world do you make this passing game more effective? Uh, I think the scheme needs to change. I think you need to make things be quicker. Okay. And I and I think you need – I mean, it, it all comes down to protection. In the passing game, J.J., we all know this, and obviously Auburn's offensive line has been bad. There's some hope, right, based on some of the changes they made up front against Ole Miss. Now, the, the depth chart that they gave us earlier in the week, it looks like they reverted those changes back. I'm hoping that was a misprint. We'll see. But I am um, – and they've got to change some stuff. And so, like, against Arkansas, I mean, do you want Robbie throwing it 30 times against Arkansas's pass rush unless it's just, like, he gets the snap and he, you know, throws the ball behind the line of scrimmage just as essentially a, an extension 
of the run play. Um, I'm cool with that. But all in all, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of questions. A lot of questions about um, this passing attack. And it's not all Robbie. It's not all the scheme. It's not all the offensive line. But when you combine it all together, it's just it's tough. It's really, really tough to watch. Auburn plays Arkansas on Saturday. Kickoff is set for 11 a.m. And you can listen to the game on FM Talk 93.9. We're chatting here with Zach Blackerby, the host of the Locked on Auburn podcast. Also a big-time Patriots fan, talking a lot about the quarterbacks. Brooks, as a fellow Patriots fan, will you tell Zach how you feel about this quarterback situation that's currently taking yeah. place in Boston? Tell uh, me. Painful. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I want, uh, in my mind... I want whoever is going to give the Patriots a better chance to win. Wow. On, on, really? On on Monday night, I felt a little bad for Mac Jones getting pulled in that game. Sure. But but then when when Zappy came in and threw those and got you know two quick scores, I was like, all right, you know, I don't feel that bad for him. But then the the Bears defense kind of locked him down a little bit, and so you you kind of mm-hmm. saw the 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 uh, you know the the limits to his time. You know, he there were several times that he could have had a completion, but he's just not tall enough to get it over that some of those offensive <laughs> linemen. And so I overall, if you told me to pick a quarterback going forward, I'd probably take Bailey Zappy. Because I wow. just he, he just gives he it is I think someone described it earlier in the week as this the the I think it was actually our intern Drew described it that the the stadium kind of came alive when uh, Bailey Zappi ran out there on the field. Yeah, there's uh, there's some energy around Bailey Zappi. I was up in uh, Foxborough a few weeks ago when Bailey Zappi made the first start of his career. I guess the Detroit Lions, when I bought those tickets, I did not think I'd be seeing the fourth-round rookie <laughs> make a start. But uh, and I, Nor would I think I, uh, I would be excited about it, but I certainly was. This, this fan base really likes them, right? And they're all chanting, Zappy, Zappy, <laughs> when we're leaving the stadium. And then you heard it in the Monday Night Football broadcast, even when Mac Jones was in. I'm with you. I didn't like that. Um, I didn't like that they were doing that while he was there. I think some of this, and Brooks, correct me if I'm wrong here, but I think some of this, is we've seen this before as Patriots fans, right? Like we've yeah. seen the, the first round quarterback get pulled for a later round draft pick. And, you know, we kind of found his way into being, you know, the greatest quarterback of all time. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're forcing that narrative to happen again. Yeah. Um, I like Bailey Spot Zappi on. a lot. I've got a, I've got a don't worry, be Zappy shirt in my mailbox <laughs> oh. right now. If, uh, if my notifications are correct. So, uh, I, I'm all for it. I don't know if it's the right move long-term, but short-term, uh, I, I'm all about it. But, I mean, I think Mac Jones is physically the better quarterback, but it's a weird thing. Mac Jones is probably the better quarterback of the two, but the offense looks better when Zappy's on the field. Really, really interesting situation. My two takeaways is, one, you know, if, if – there's, I've seen a lot of people out there. Even I've seen some people put on Twitter a picture of Tom Brady, a young Tom Brady, and a young Bailey Zappi. They're like they kind of look the same, and I'm like, all right, let let's calm down a bit when you start doing these comparisons. Two, the other takeaway I have from this is if the Patriots decide when the Patriots better not let Brian Hoyer be the second string quarterback when he comes back because it's it's got to be Jones and Zappi right now. Yeah, well, I don't think you can keep both. So I think I think if Hoyer does come back, I think he's your reserve guy. I think this offseason at some point you've got to trade Mac or you've got to trade Zappy. I don't think you can keep both in the current climate of things. So You also need um, to get a, an offensive coordinator. Yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know why we thought that was going to work, but um, <laughs> here we are. There is are. not a person in America that loves a sports graphic T-shirt more than Zach Blackerby. This man just says, don't worry, be zappy is on its way. I know you have a return of the Mac shirt with Mac jo- I want to say there was probably something for the Cam Newton Patriot days. Like, uh, I, I like that you're on this no, this hill, Zach. He's got the, uh, the, uh, the T-shirt. If I'm correct, I've seen the T-shirt where it's the Patriots logo, but instead of Pat with the Cam's Patriot head, that's it's right. Cam's head. That's right. I've got that one, and I've also got the one where it's just like a silhouette of Cam doing the Superman thing, and like it's a Patriot jersey underneath. So, yeah, no, I've got multiple Cams, um, for sure, for sure. Got a, a lot of Kendrick Bourne shirts because I'm weirdly obsessed with him. So, yeah, no, I've got I've got quite the uh, quite the arsenal of uh, of sports graphic tees. JJ, thank you for calling me out on that. I, I'm sitting here thinking. I think the worst possible outcome is the, of all this is that the Falcons end up trading for Mac Jones. <laughs> that would that make me miserable. You don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen. Um, Zach, before you get out of here, earlier we asked Connor O'Gara from Saturday Down South for a controversial Halloween take, uh, so that I'm he could following f- up Connor O'Gara. Yeah, tough. Oh God, tough. Don't do that to me, JJ. What if are you, you doing here? I, I don't know, but his his take was essentially that he doesn't believe in the full size candy bars. Uh, that people that say, oh, I went trick-or-treating and walked away with this full-size candy bar is just not something that actually happened, uh, if I'm getting the take correct. So is there any Halloween take that you would like to uh, throw out there or or make mention of, of any Halloween plans you might have? Well, he, he didn't go to the right neighborhoods growing up, yeah. if that was the case. Um, <laughs> you knew where to go. I, I'm, uh, I'm not giving away candy this year if people come to my house. I actually went and bought them today. Uh, if you come to my house, you will get a pack of Pokemon cards instead of candy. <laughs> that's awesome. That's so cool. Oh, that's great. Uh, tell us a little bit about Locked on Auburn, Zach. How can people get plugged in and involved, man? Yeah, Locked on Auburn available wherever you get your podcast. Also on YouTube. If you don't know what those words mean, just Google Locked on Auburn. It'll come up. <laughs> also, all of our written work is available at AuburnDaily.com. Always appreciate it, Zach. Thanks for the time today. We'll talk again soon, okay? Sounds good, guys. Thanks.